WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. You're listening to WBEZ. This week, WBEZ is bringing you an investigation into a state program that's meant to link Illinois' most vulnerable children with treatment during a mental health crisis. Providers say this program, known as SAS, is sorely needed but underfunded and struggling. Today, Kristen Schorsch explains why children are crisscrossing Illinois, competing for the same small pool of mental health resources. That's even as the demand for help intensifies. And a warning for listeners, this story contains language about suicide. Last year, a teenage boy in mental health crisis showed up in the emergency department eight times at St. Bernard Hospital on Chicago's South Side. They were never able to transfer him to a hospital that has psychiatric services for children. St. Bernard doesn't offer that. He's not getting placed, so then he's not getting care. And so we have a clear miss here. Dr. Ashley Magda is a senior physician in the ER. What are we going to do to address this? Because just coming back to the ER is obviously not solving the issue. The boy lingered because he was in the foster care system without a stable home. There might not be a place to send him back to if he gets a psych bed. These are the hardest kids to place. St. Bernard has other kids who keep coming back and get labeled. Their sometimes violent behavior is well known. It's hard to place them too. Some days it has a big emotional toll and you just think about certain cases. How are we supposed to expect them to go succeed in life if we're not giving them the foundation that we know they need? Magda has worked at St. Bernard her entire career, a quiet, strong presence in the hospital. She's a mother too, and is an advocate for these children. At least once a week, a child in mental health crisis shows up at St. Bernard in one of the city's poorest communities. Staff call the state hotline to get help from what's called the SAS program. This is supposed to be a gateway for low-income children to get immediate help. Then these children wait, days, sometimes weeks, for a bed to open up at another hospital, if that's what they need. Joy Greer oversees nurses in the ER. We go buy magazines and coloring books and buy them what they want and, you know, really cater to these kids. And that's not treatment. That is um, pacification. The children tend to linger outside their exam rooms because there's little to do. There aren't even TVs to watch. They see what's happening around them. The patients who were shot in labor or having heart attacks. The cops who are guarding other patients' doors. Here's what's unfolding beyond the walls of St. Bernard that helps explain why kids are stuck. WBEZ spent months interviewing people across the state and obtaining records. We found that SAS is buckling under the weight of overwhelming mental health needs without enough resources. SAS was created to connect low-income kids who have Medicaid insurance or none at all with mental health treatment. Children who have private insurance typically have a leg up. More doctors are willing to treat them because private insurance tends to pay best. But there are not a lot of places to send children who need treatment, whether that's to a hospital or for outpatient therapy. Hence the bottleneck in St. Bernard's ER. Here's Magda again. We'll call places that have open beds and they'll just say they're not a good fit. And it's like, I mean, what are we supposed to do with that? Children across Illinois are chasing the same dearth of resources. Take hospital beds for the youngest patients having suicidal thoughts. WBEZ has found that in some cases, SAS providers send children across the state sometimes across the Midwest. Wisconsin, Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, um, 
Tennessee on occasion. Kelsey DePiro with the nonprofit C4 in Chicago lists where she's tried to get children into psych beds. We're going from Stroger to Missouri. That's a very long uh, ambulance ride. And then once they get there, there's no ambulance ride back. Only around 15% of all hospitals in Illinois have psych beds for children. And that'll take a lot of Medicaid patients. The entire south side of Chicago and rural areas of the state are psych bed deserts. Have a few stitches or autism? That limits children's options. Melissa Coleman is a veteran SAS provider in the Chicago area. She describes phone calls as she looks for treatment for low-income children. It does not make me feel good when someone asks me what's the race of the person, because it doesn't matter. And some hospitals will ask you what the person's zip code is. Why? I don't even understand that part. And they ask what kind of Medicaid insurance the child has, which really ruffles Coleman. And you either take it all or you don't take anything because that limits our families for getting the help that they need. And that's wrong. Our investigation reveals there's little coordination to prevent providers from chasing the same beds. And there's no window into how many beds are actually available or wait times. The outpatient world has a lot of the same problems. At Erie Family Health, Jose Viduet and Sweet Baron try to make it easier for patients. Inside a small room at a Northside clinic, Viduet walks me through a database. Everything is broken down by a specific region. So as you see here, it says Lake County, Evanston, Far North. Viduet is Erie's Northside. clinical director of behavioral health. Open he opens a tab and shows even more options. Agency names, the health insurance they take, their wait list. When patients need a referral, Barron doesn't just get places to call. She already knows there's an opening. It's unfortunate that this stuff is not out there already and that it's not accessible. But I try not to think about that part and just because it'll make you cry. A school counselor told WBEZ she calls all the outpatient places students are referred to by SAS. That's how she knows there are no spots. Many therapists don't take insurance at all. And given the workforce shortage, some therapists who do take Medicaid are so full their wait lists are closed. Back at St. Bernard, Magda wonders, What's at stake if nothing changes? When will the government finally realize that if we don't help these kids as kids, we're just going to have a bunch of very troubled adults? There are signs of hope. The state is investing big money to put more intensive mental health services in communities and has a new blueprint to revamp mental health care for children overall. Child welfare expert Dana Weiner led the effort. Her plan includes creating a portal for families to search for treatment. Weiner also wants providers that do business with the state to eventually be transparent about whether they have beds or appointments available. Right now, we just know where the providers are. It's not enough. You've got to start somewhere. And I have, I'm just cultivating a vision for how do we take the stuff we have and some new technology and some new requirements to build the system that we need. Weiner wants to strengthen the safety net in communities so children don't have to chase the same small pool of hospital beds. Kristen Schorsch, WBEZ News. Reporters Sarah Karp and Susie Ahn contributed to this story. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide, call 988, the crisis lifeline.